0: I'm strong and get this stuff with my dad. He's okay. But they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off no. Twitter. I don't care. I don't care it is. Well, either way.
1: Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I'm here determined. To stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me
2: down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment. and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me
0: tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular
3: uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I give you America itself.
1: This is Ed McMahon.
2: And now here is Armstrong
1: and Getty
3: Live from Studio C C si, Senor. A dimly lit room, where are we? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. That's where we like to work, deep within the bowels. On what we like to call in the radio business, hump day Wednesday. And today we are under the tutelage of our general manager.
2: (sighs) You know, I don't know. I was going to go with Donald Trump saying stuff because he's made all sorts of interesting and probably half-baked pronouncements about this, that, and the other that everybody's running around talking about. I'm
3: discombobulated. And you know what the problem is? I ate way too much pizza last night. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, That's that's I've I've found that is our family weakness. If we're running behind, it's so easy to get a pizza. And what happens when you get a pizza? Um, you eat it. How much do you eat, Joe? How much do you eat when you get a pizza? Until you're too embarrassed to eat anymore? Or until you run out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I made a bad dining decision myself last night. Judy and I got home late and didn't feel like dealing with dinner and, and got a bunch of Thai takeout jam
3: noodles down our throats great idea yeah but does that does that give you a a hangover the way pizza does pizza gives me a hangover let me just put it to you this way jack i'm really
2: glad to be at home today uh, (laughs) with access to uh, the luxurious indoor plumbing to which i've become accustomed
3: (laughs) remember my dad didn't grow up with indoor plumbing so you had a day like today you're just out of luck i guess yeah, that's rough. Um, uh, technology, from a technology standpoint, you sound fantastic today. So, uh, tip of the cap to everybody who worked on that in the last twenty-four hours. Uh, Joe, I'm, I'm sorry, I was just told via text
2: that I need to send more signal, more mic signal. Hang on, let me turn it Joe, with his up.
3: jury duty, is broadcasting from home, and uh, it sounds absolutely fantastic, yeah.
2: which is cool. Okay, hang on, I'm going to turn it up in a second.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> big <boom,
2: boom. Jeez. laughs> Sounds perfect.
3: Yeah, that's that is much much better. Oh, studio quality. Yeah, oh, wow. it's as if you're here. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it works. I've uh, relocated to uh, the other wing of the sprawling Getty compound. Mm. I'm in the guest wing now. It's very nice. I've never been in here. <laughs> it's it's got, there's a really great view of the river. We have a uh, a fully stocked salmon river that we've built to run in the. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. We've we've hired an, an older black man and a young white boy to reenact Huckleberry Finn every day
1: by pulling oh. their way up our river. <laughs> And they're just getting here for work. It sounds like you got the whole tiger and peacock incident settled from yesterday. No, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, more or less. I haven't checked with our gamekeeper, but things seem quiet.
3: Boy, the uh, the awful shooting at YouTube yesterday. I'm looking up at the TV. They're all showing pictures of the crazy woman. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Might be another one of those where I don't know for glorifying this woman. She looks like a freaking crazy person. She sounds like a freaking crazy person.
2: Well, but, um, and, but listen, uh, you know every shooter, every person who goes and tries to hurt and kill innocents to work out whatever stupidity is in their brain, needs to get the full and and you've said it, show them full of holes, yeah, Sh- show them you know bleeding from the head and disheveled. I mean, that's the way we ought to portray these people. What yeah. they've done is a horror, and to
3: portray them as a uh, antihero is is morally bankrupt. Why did we get away from that? The the John Dillinger picture, the Billy the Kid picture, the, the those. Why did we get away from that? Show them all torn up by the law. That's, that's what happens to you when you commit crimes. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: I'm pretty good. I'm disturbed. I, there was breaking news that uh, the U.S. is going to put uh, on 1,300 Chinese goods tariffs. And I'm just wondering about Chinese takeout. How expensive is this stuff going to exactly. get?
3: Sweet and sour pork. You just can't even afford it. $30, $40. <laughs> $40 going to be like a upgrade. luxury item, you know? Yeah, $40 for a. Uh, well, f- well, one of those little curly things that's got the stuff inside it, whatever those are. Now I
1: don't have to order four things to get the delivery minimum. Like, I can just order the one thing, and that covers it. Maybe okay. it's healthier in the long run. You know, I Fortune like, cookies, five bucks a pop.
3: This was quite oh. the scandal in our family last night. I went to pick up the pizza. I didn't order it. My wife orders online. I go to pick up the pizza, and they said you had a large half pepperoni, half Hawaiian, and a, a medium-sized uh, pesto. We had a two pizzas? My mm. wife ordered a separate pizza for herself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like her style. Because <laughs> she didn't
3: like the flavors that we got. Good for her. Well, yeah, except it's 50 bucks to do that. But, uh, yeah, so we had two, two separate pizzas. Pesto you know,
1: on a pizza.
3: kind of family pizza night is that? I don't know. There's Positive <laughs> Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Doing very well. Still coming out of my, my haze of, uh, of not feeling well over the weekend. And as I left work yesterday... And I walked into my apartment, I, I saw my apartment with the eyes of a healthy man for the first time in a couple of days, and it was just, oh man, how did you live like this? Because <laughs> yeah. like when I go sick, I, I, I had four days of not doing dishes. Like, there was probably laundry in various tissues corners. everywhere. Area. Yeah, just boxes of, of you know, t- yeah, like you said, tissues. And, and yeah, I, I needed to, uh, I, I spent much of the day reorganizing my, my living space because uh, it had not been done so uh, in, in the previous four days. It can
3: get ugly. It can get ugly. You, you lay in bed and watch TV and have tissues and eat. It's It's ugly. <laughs> There's uh, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: i got to tell you, I did not overeat last night because I have renewed my intense training regimen, including kale and cucumber sandwiches. I am lean and mean. I am getting ready for my push-up challenge. Going to hit 10 in a row by the end of next month. No, you're not. I suggest more protein than kale <laughs> and cucumber, <laughs> and <laughs> cucumber gives
3: you. I did two. I, mean, I, I hope you do. I'm I, rooting for you, but I, I don't think you will.
0: I did two yesterday. Two push ups yesterday? In a row. Wow. <laughs> In her row, yes. Wow. that is and impressive. Are your
2: linguini arms shaking this morning?
0: I'm a little, I'm a little sore, I'll admit that. But uh, you know, there I you go. Well, you got to start somewhere. Two full size push ups, and 20 percent there, and uh, five baby push ups. You there, know, on the knees, and up and down. Yeah. Sure. Some people call them girl push ups. Hey, I guess, hey, I hey. guess uh, it's you're 20, not, It's
1: 2018. We don't do that anymore. No. Guess you're not supposed
3: no. to do that anymore.
1: No, not. At all. Hashtag
0: times up, Jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll be showing off our progress first of May. We'll uh, do some uh, progress update. Fantastic. Show that off via video. And uh, by the end of the month, next month, we'll you be know, doing 10 in a row. Our new
3: executive producer, Hansen has never seen you doing your push-ups in your attempt to get to 10. <laughs> so he, I'm sure he's looking forward to that. All right. And he can put together, I'm sure, quite the video compilation. Oh, that would be excellent. Oh, absolutely. Most excellent. Yeah, big time. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is... Wednesday, April 4, the year 2018, keeping you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getting. we approve of this program.
2: Okay, here we go officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. The show begins at Mark.
0: Good evening. Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. Police have issued an
2: all-points bulletin for a well-dressed young white man seen running from the scene. Officers also reportedly chased and fired on a radio-equipped car containing two white men.
3: As an interesting little tag there at the end. What was, what was that all about? Why did Walter Cronkite or his writers feel the need to say that, that they were two white men that he also fired on? Was he trying to calm racial tensions there, or what was that, I wonder? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't accidentally that they mentioned that. No, no, indeed.
2: Um, it, yeah. Well, I heard an interview with a gent who was... Uh, in his late teens, when uh, Dr. King was shot, and his immediate thought was, "Uh oh,
3: right, what's going to happen next?" Well, sure, so I think there was a general awareness of. Y- yeah, if you're uh, aware of how uh, inflamed the country was in 1968, a headline of the black icon of the country shot by a young white guy is a uh, yeah, that's a rough one. Be a rough one today. Um. 50 years ago today that Martin Luther King Jr. was shot dead. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips?
0: Well, we do have the latest on that shooting rampage on YouTube's Northern California campus. Did you watch her video? Yes.
3: Where she's mad about them taking her videos down? Yes. She's a nut job. Yes.
0: President Trump says there's no trade war going on with China, and we need the military to guard our southern border. And we do have an update on fatal wealth. Shock syndrome coming up six thirty five. and yeah, yeah.
3: We had we wanted some details yes. on that yesterday, yeah. so I'm glad we're revisiting that story. Wealth shock. Yes. Huh. You all of a sudden lose your job, you find out you might be poor, and people die. Yes. And I wanted to know of what, and now
2: we know. Cool. I assume my uh, employees uh, who I've mentioned will turn on me.
3: That's what I'll die. <laughs> What uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding, my goodness all-timer Well, oh, that's cool that's uh, that's exciting um there either was huge news in the whole Mueller investigation or it's practically nothing. It's either horrible news for the president or really great news, which he is celebrating depending on who you ask out of the Washington Post story from last night. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit and let you be the judge. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. We'll sprinkle in a few clips from uh, last night's Roseanne show throughout the morning. I watched, because I didn't see last week, the 22 million viewer debut episode from last week. But I watched last night. It was pretty freaking funny. I laughed out loud a lot. The writing is really good, which is the key to a sitcom. But I thought it was freaking funny. And I I, I think I missed one minute of the show. There was not a mention of Trump or anything like that. Oh, really? So that whole really heavy-handed, we're about Trump thing. There that that ended last week, I guess. Did they get into the uh, little transgender little ad a lot? Or no, 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 no. It was That's it was right. uh, mostly about uh, ungrateful grandkid living at grandma's house and uh, ah. and being and poor parenting from her own daughter and three generations dealing with that. Nice, yeah, interesting. It was yeah. it was funny though. I laughed out loud a lot. I didn't expect to. Oh, good. I've got it on the DVR. I totally
2: forgot it was on. But anyway, we'll <laughs> play some what? clips later. What no. mailbag? You know, I'm realizing the one thing I don't have is what we call in the broadcast business a cough button here. And I think I coughing, a f-
3: just like Roseanne relating to real people, coughing is something real people do. But I'm a flemmy man, Jack. I'm a flemmy,
2: flemmy man, and it's early in the morning, and I have a lot of noises I need to make, and I'd rather not inflict them on the uh, our beloved listening audience. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, mailbag. First of all, our freedom-loving quote of the day from Penn the Libertarian. is from Thomas Paine. Perhaps you've heard of him. He that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from oppression. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach to himself. Oh, no doubt. And most people don't get that. Right. You know, that reminds me a little bit of two uh, charming fellows I listen to on the radio sometimes who often say, listen, lefties... When a righty's in the White House, you don't want him to exercise that sort of power. And and, and conservatives, don't grant that sort of power to your guy, because the next guy, or presumably perhaps a woman, you're going to hate the way they wield that power. So don't give it.
3: Now, Hillary says we're uh, too um, anti-woman in this country to elect a woman. Yes. She was talking about that again the other day. Oh, God, is she deluded. She is. She's got to do that to keep from killing herself. I think she's got to convince herself it's because I'm a woman. Uh, there's been a lot of complaints, even from Democrats, saying, you know, you need to shut up and go away. Even prominent Democrats have said that. And so this over the weekend, she said, I don't remember anybody ever saying that about a man who ran for president and lost. Well, what? She, she's half right. People don't like you, but it's not because you're a woman. <laughs> no, it's not. No. And, and it's you're loathsome
1: in every way.
3: You're a woman. What? But you're also a presidential candidate who lost to Donald Trump. And the Democrats are saying, go away. Yeah. <laughs> you lost to Donald Trump. <laughs> well, I liked her, <laughs> <liked> her,
2: sc- <laughs> her screed the other day where she said, you know, some women voted for Trump because, well, their men dominated them and told them they had to or talked to them. Wow. That's not at all demeaning. Wow.
3: I know. I know.
2: <laughs> well, she's, she's
3: got to do that as a self-preservation mechanism. I
2: guess. I don't know. Nobody
3: likes you at all. And it's you're not because, smart. like Sean said, it's not because you're a woman. It's just nobody likes you. I have, I said from if at the time, I still say, I think she got more votes than she would have gotten if she were a man, because some oh, people were a little on the fence. You know what? She's a woman, though. So I'm gonna, if she'd been a man, she'd have gotten fewer votes. Yeah. So I there think, you go.
2: You're, you're probably right. There had to be some sort of this would be historic bulge or I have Absolutely. to vote for her. she's a woman bulge. I get it. I don't even think that's that bad a thing. Well, anyway, go away. Uh, moving along, Kathy writes, you know that you have star power when one of you can do the show from a location that sounds like you're on the
3: toilet. <laughs> here's, the, here's the fun fact. He was on the toilet. <laughs> no, I'm, in the, I'm in the garage. That's what I always say when I, people <laughs> call me on that.
1: You, you don't have a garage. Uh, 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 whatever.
2: <laughs> John has a suggestion. He says he, he wants to talk about our, our new slogan. He says, guys, the conscience of a nation is so much more pretentious and obnoxious than the conscience of the nation. And in the end, isn't pretentious and obnoxious truly what we are all aiming for? That's certainly the goal of that. Yes. The conscience of a nation. You know, he's right. Mm. That is even more obnoxious.
3: And you don't say the twice, which drives me crazy.
2: (laughs) Uh, Confirmation dogs can go crazy. Uh, Ryan writes, "Wow,
3: he's first of all he sent a gigantic picture. Oh, yeah, I had a dog that went crazy. We put him down because he went crazy he physically. Well, just like with people, physically he was okay in old age. Yeah. Mentally, he lost it. Yeah, with Baxter, he's got like uh, he's got the lizard
2: obsession syndrome (LOS). He just he doesn't want to do anything but run around looking for lizards now for like three weeks. Uh, Sounds time time like he a might be a tweaker of... or something. I don't know. Lizards are kind of shiny." One time I had a bit of a rat problem. Jack knows what I'm talking about. I had a rat in my barbecue grill, and when I went to turn it on, it scurried away out the back. Now my dog runs to the grill with anticipation when I've got the look like I'm grilling. He waits and looks at the back where the rat emerged the last time. The thing is, the last time was four and a half years ago, and it happened exactly once. Your dog is going to be looking for lizards for the rest of his and your life. Whichever is longer, and eventually neither of you will
3: remember why. But he's a good boy. <laughs> you know what the, the dog is saying. Never That's forget. Rat-free Ryan. In the dog Santarola. is saying never yeah. forget. This is where the <laughs> intruder was. He was here last time. <laughs> my my wife had the fancy rats out last night after the kids went to bed. Those are the rats we bought as pets, sixty dollars each. But they are really really nice looking rats. There is a difference between your uh, your fancy pet rat and your uh, like sewer rat that you would smash with a shovel. Really a nice. Hey, and rat. You're saying. The the creature called a sewer rat is unpleasant. Mm-hmm. I'm not
2: surprised. Very few things that come out of the sewer are pleasant. <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you want? We've we have a couple of notes on the changes in education um, that are really interesting and enlightening. They're probably a little long for our purposes right now. Um, well, you're going to be around for a while before jury duty, so we'll get to that later. Right. I like this one, though. This is good. See, uh, we're a a rare show that will take respectful dissent. For instance, Ken. I must say from the sound of your defense of Sinclair Broadcasting's mandated infomercial that A&G would be more than happy to read out a scripted statement from your corporate overlords. Interesting take for a couple of libertarians. What if your corporate statement was a liberal one, stating that the other news outlets like Fox are pushing Russian-made stories? Okay with that, too? Jack, would you like the first whack at that?
3: Um, libertarians got nothing to do with the private company uh, deciding that this is what they want their employees to do. It's a mission statement of the company. So I don't even I don't even know where that how that lands in this discussion whatsoever. Right. But a statement yeah. like that, it would be weird for our show, but that'd be fine. I mean, if the statement is we're going to try not to peddle fake news. And if you think we put out a story that was fake news, let us know. That's all they said. Yeah, I would. I would definitely bridle at being told to read
2: something, Ken. Partly because we never have had. It's just to not that. the nature of our job, and, and we've never been told to. And it would just be so bizarre. And in Congress, it'd maybe, be kind of a big thing. Maybe to but be more, news readers read what's put in front of them every single day. That's what they do for a living. Maybe a
3: more uh, um, uh, accurate analogy would be if Marshall was told by you know somebody in the corporation to read this, and I would think, okay, that's fine. That does that wouldn't really bother me if Marshall had to read a statement saying. Our efforts here are to uh, not not pass along news that is fake. If you find us doing any stories that are fake, let us know. I'd have no problem with that. I would
2: absolutely, it would depend on the, the text of the thing. But yeah, we understand that we work for private corporations that might decide they want to, you know, put out some PR. Then we'd have to take a look at it. The,
3: as, as We, we talked, didn't like you go uh, to management. Yeah, as we said many times yesterday, the particular statement that people are up in arms about, I don't get. Now, if in the past Sinclair's had them say things that were one-sided, then okay, that's a different conversation. But that particular statement, why, why is that? I don't know. Um, there is a Washington Post article that hit last night that I'm, I'm also in the, I don't know, stage on. What it means to the Trump investigation. Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe is broadcasting from home as he has jury duty today. I'm here in the studio, standing where I always stand, and uh, we're doing our thing. Mm-hmm. And more or less describes the show. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the news now with
0: Marshall Phillips. Well, it happened around 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. We have
1: a report of subject with a gun. They heard 7 to 8 shots being fired. This will be from the YouTube building.
0: A 39-year-old Southern California woman whose father says she was angry at YouTube because it stopped paying her for the videos she posted shot three people at the company's San Bruno, California headquarters yesterday before killing herself. Employees called 911 and hid inside the building after they heard the gunshots. This woman recalling,
1: I actually was on a video conference with someone who was in the building when it happened and we were all suddenly aware of a lot of sort of noises of sounds of people running outside of the, the room where she was and, and, and people screaming.
0: Investigators say they don't believe the shooter specifically targeted the three victims, but again, uh, family members and law enforcement are saying she had a long-standing dispute with the company. That's interesting that she had—you know—she was so angry at
3: YouTube. That's very clear if you've watched her video. Mm-hmm. Yet she went in there to shoot her boyfriend, um, is, and not just—and right? not just kill as many people as possible. It would seem, um, although we don't know that for certain, but. Uh, there were 38 active shooters in America last year. Not one of them was a woman. It's very unusual right. that that a woman does this sort of thing.
1: Wasn't there the San Bernardino one? Yeah, it, uh, does yeah, that mo- not count because the guy did most of it? I guess. Or? That,
3: that's the view of some. I guess that okay. she doesn't count because she was under the sway of him. I guess. I don't know. A website. Hey, just just yeah.
1: to clarify, the yeah. original
2: story was the uh, the boyfriend thing, the domestic violence thing, but I haven't heard anything about that anymore. Is that still part of the story? Have they let that go? Yeah, they let that go. Oh,
3: really? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was classic
2: first couple hours of coverage.
3: Complete falsehood. You know what did me in? You know what did me in? I was just reading from a newspaper, the paper version, Oh, who is that far behind. That's what happens if you read papers.
0: What is this? The There's olden no days? There's no
3: point in picking up a newspaper. <laughs> Yesterday's news tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. A
0: website in a name that a law enforcement said she'd used had postings decrying YouTube's policies, cutting our ad revenue. I'm being
3: discriminated and filtered on YouTube. And I'm not the only
0: one. Discriminated and filtered on YouTube, and I'm not the only one. So So, some of her claims were she was very
1: much into the vegetarian slash vegan activism mm -hmm. sort of stuff. She had these videos on there with really horrific treatment of animals and and things like that. And she got upset that they put age restrictions on it so that, you know, six-year-olds wouldn't accidentally stumble across these brutal videos of animals being murdered.
3: Well, she's a nut job. Joe, how do we feel... Because I told Marshall, go ahead, you to play some of the audio because I thought it was really interesting. But generally, we're against that. We feel like we're glorifying these killers. I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, airing their uh, their twisted
2: manifestos.
3: Oh gosh. She, yeah, I don't know. She she seems so completely unappealing. I, I find it hard to believe anybody's going to look at her and think, yeah, that's who I want to be. But uh, I don't know. Uh, did you watch the whole video? No. Here's what's interesting. So she did these exercise videos, right? And um, uh, and uh, yoga videos or whatnot. And so she's in there, and in, uh, and she's a she's she's a crazy looking person with an attractive body. Sounds very sexist that I would bring this up, but it factors into this this story a lot. Right. So oh my God, there she is doing the the humpum dang Gangnam style dance. It appears in the video, but so she was wearing you know workout gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, tights in a tank top, and she's laying down doing the spready aerobics that is all over the place. It's called yoga, Jack. Um, and it, it was not sexual. It was just exercise. But she says YouTube banned her. Put an age restriction on it. Then she shows other yoga videos. She says, but this is allowed. And she shows some various supposed workout videos right? yeah. that are are okay to watch that are clearly designed to be sexual and wow. i didn't know these exist on youtube this is completely aside now from the shooting but i didn't know these videos uh, existed where you put them up as quote exercise videos and it's absolutely simulating sexual positions mm-hmm. to get guys to watch wow and and they're not flagged in any way I just—I was unaware of that aspect of YouTube. Pretty interesting. interesting. She was really and, pissed know, off that they flagged hers and not others.
2: It's probably worth bringing up uh, Prager University's suit against YouTube for for uh, demonetizing and filtering their, you know, conservative-leaning political stuff, which is ridiculous. But
3: none of this justifies going to YouTube and shooting oh, anybody. And she was a nut job, it would appear.
0: The president, President Trump, keeping up his argument for stronger border laws. He was tweeting this morning, Our border laws are very weak with those of Mexico and Canada, while those are very strong. Congress must change these Obama era and other laws now. The Democrats stand in our way. They want people to pour into our country unchecked. Crime! Exclamation point. We will be taking strong action today. Yesterday, Trump, frustrated about not being able to get funding for his promised wall along the border with Mexico, said... Until we can have a wall and proper security, we're going to be guarding our border with the military. That's a big step. Now, the White House later saying Trump wants to send National Guard troops to the border. Active duty service members are barred from, uh, federal, by federal law from using, being used for law enforcement inside the U.S. But it's na- your posse comitatus, Marshall. Yeah, but National Guard troops have been sent by presidents to, uh, to serve along the border twice over the past 12 years. That's been yeah, done. Yeah, G Dub and mm-hmm. uh, Barack Obama both did it. Indeed, didn't we send uh,
3: Pershing down to battle Pancho Villa back in the day? So you know, yeah, got a history so of that sort of, yeah, There
0: you go. Got I up- want to see a column of tanks rolling through Tijuana. 82nd Airborne. We got an update on a story that we did in the uh, show yesterday. A 20-year study by researchers from Northwestern and Michigan universities found middle-aged Americans who experienced a sudden large economic blow were more likely to die than those who didn't. The study was in the Journal of the American Medical Association. It looks at what researchers are calling wealth shock. Overall, wealth shock has been tied to a 50% greater risk of dying early. That's astounding if it's true. Now, the lead researcher, Lindsey Poole of Northwestern, says it's plausible that extreme financial losses exacerbate depression and result in suicide attempts or drive people to abuse dangerous substances like opioids, or cause so much stress that over the years they result in diabetes or heart attack. And that's what pumps up the death rate. I could see that. 50% yeah. though. So you, you got to wonder if um,
3: if you're a company and you're calling in a 50-year-old to, to, to lay them off, yep. if there's certain be a, a, a mental health professional standing by to immediately talk to them or something. A 50% well, increase in an early death. Mm-hmm.
2: I would say that would be a compassionate and fine thing to do, but you know what, Jack? I think you've accidentally, in your charming way, uh, pointed out that this could be an enormous liability issue for companies. Yeah. You fired my husband, and now he's dead. According to Marshall Phillips, there is a 50% increase in his chance of death for firing him, so
3: you owe me. Well, I am... probably have a case. I'm a libertarian, so I don't want this mandated, and I hate the idea that you could sue over it, but you know what? You tell somebody, especially, you know, the older crowd, uh, more likely to die from uh, health problems or whatever, uh, harder to find work. You you bring a... Well, you don't even bring the 50-year-old in to tell them they're fired, really. You have, like, a junior manager tell them they're fired. You don't tell them why. You give them a cardboard box. They're not allowed to say goodbye to their friends. Or anything like right. that. Maybe they've worked there 30 years, now you treat them like a criminal, so they walk out to the car like they're a criminal, and they wonder how they're going to support themselves. Yeah, I can see how that would uh, might increase your chance of death. Yeah. So
0: maybe we ought to look at the way we handle those situations. Yeah, less liability, more humanity. Hmm. Back to you. There you go, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. More on this. Back to the
3: liability thing. It's going to be the battling liabilities. So the reason they treat you like a criminal, even though you've done nothing wrong right. and you've worked there forever and you're friends with everybody, the reason they treat you like a criminal is liability reasons because of all the things that they're afraid they'll right. say. And then, you know, we really, really liked you, Jim. And then they'll sue you and say, you liked them. How could you possibly fire them? Uh, you know, all that crap. So they treat you like a criminal for liability reasons now, but they're causing an early death. So now they're going to be liable for that. So. The lawyers can work that out in court, and they'll milk the cow, I suppose.
2: You know, somebody will write a fascinating and philosophical book on this someday, The Transition of America from a, how do we put this, a a human society, a humane society, to a, uh, uh, I don't know, a paperwork society, a de jure society, a society that uh, everything must be a law. And there can be no interaction unless it's prescribed by lawyers. You know?
3: sickening. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, your coworker has a heart attack. You're not allowed to hear about it or ask them about it. Um, and if a coworker you worked with forever, you like them, they like right. you, they get fired. They're not allowed to speak to you. You're not allowed to lobe. There'll be a note in the e- company email says right. they're no longer with the company. Right. That's your frog marched out like they're a rapist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With their belongings in a box. And sure, I can see how that leads to a fifty percent increase in death. Because yep. you think I spent my whole life working on this, and this is the way I get treated. Now I have no job. Blah blah blah. Yeah, i That's why they don't fire us, it takes so long to clean out our office <laughs> <laughs> We'd be there for weeks We called 1-800-JUNK <laughs> We have a truck outside um, So we're going to let Joe uh, Hit us with all his fantastic material Before he heads off to jury duty Yeah, and I don't mind a bit The idea
2: of talking about that uh, piece in the Washington Post About Trump and talking to Mueller and the rest of it cause He's that's a subject be a big deal of the
3: investigation, Joe Breaking news Is he a subject or an object? Or preposition <laughs> he's a subject and not a uh, what's the other term a suspect or, suspect. Or a suspect target, yeah, target. target. Yeah. he's a subject not a target which depending on the news outlet was was either good news for the president or horrifying news for the president which was kind of funny to watch last night stay tuned to the armstrong and getty show
2: armstrong and getty the conscience of the nation
0: show you're snoring. Wake up. What time is it? Did I miss dinner? It's eleven
1: o'clock. Mm-hmm. We slept from Wheel to Kimmel.
0: we missed all the
2: shows about black and Asian families.
3: Well, they're just like us now you're all caught up. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. First of all, the line, we slept from wheel to Kimmel is pretty funny. But uh, them taking a shot at all the shows that come on after them. I thought that was funny. Oh, he missed a sh- all the shows about those black and Asian families. They're just like us. There, you're all caught up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is some finely viewing sarcasm.
3: Ah, uh, Yeah, it is. I wonder what the ratings will be for last night's Roseanne. Which was You listed, predicted a rise. Let's find out if you're right. Which was listed on the TV on my TV guide is episode three. And I had last week on there that was listed as episode one. Did uh, episode two not make it out of the can or something like that? they decided it was no good, or I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't uh, heard. But that. I thought it was funny. I mean I, I laughed out loud, which I don't do at sitcoms often, many times sitting on my couch with hmm. my wife as she played with one of our pet rats. Anyway. Um Did she laugh
2: or is she like Judy? She you know. Like smiles occasionally or fakes a chuckle if I'm laughing, but my wife will mostly say that's really funny if something's uh, funny. I had to stop watching the Simpsons with Judy because she ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> they they unleash some hilarious joke and she'd just sit there, <laughs> killed me.
3: Um, so Love here's you, your baby. here's your headline out of the Washington Post that Brian Williams on MSNBC treated like, well, like it was really big news. Uh Mueller told Trump's attorneys the president remains under investigation but is not currently a criminal target. I see that headline and think, hmm, okay, that's probably good news for the president. That's not the way they treated it on MSNBC last night. But anyway, I'll read a little from you special and this is the biggest leak I think that has come out of the Mueller investigation yet. He has been a, a not a leaky vessel. Uh, this could be from the White House, right? Uh, yeah, well, absolutely it could be. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Special Counsel Robert S. Mueller III informed President Trump's attorneys last month that he is continuing to investigate the president, but does not consider him a criminal target at this point, according to three people familiar with the discussions. In private negotiations in early March about a possible presidential interview, Mueller described Trump as a subject of his investigation. Um, prosecutors view someone as a subject. When that person is engaged in conduct that is under investigation, but there's not sufficient evidence to bring charges. The special counsel also told Trump's lawyers that he is preparing a report about the president's actions while in office and potential obstruction of justice, according to two people with knowledge of the conversations. So far, that sounds like, yeah, that's what he got hired to do, right? I mean, so right. he's investigating whether or not the president did anything. That's why he's a subject.
2: Well, and that <laughs> is the weird part of the special counsel thing in that there's been no crime as far as anybody can tell. So he's just digging around to see if there's a crime and figure out who committed it. And, uh,
3: so, yeah, yeah, he's
2: looking at the president. Duh, here, we
3: know. Here you <laughs> get into the editorializing part. Mueller's description of the president's status as a subject has sparked friction within Trump's inner circle as his advisors have debated his legal standing. The president and some of his allies seized on the special counsel's words as an assurance that Trump's risk of criminal jeopardy is low. So they were dancing around the White House, saying, "Woohoo! we're just a subject, we're not a target. Other advisors, however, noted that subjects of investigations can easily become indicted targets. Um, yeah, of course, that's true. But uh, would, I'd be pretty happy to know I'm not already a target uh, well, if is I was it, being investigated. Tell me this. Uh, does this fit the description?
2: You're a subject but not the target of a criminal, what was it, investigation or
3: criminal mm-hmm something or other. Uh they just don't have enough on you yet. Yeah, and they may not ever have enough on you because there's nothing to have. Right, right, but
2: it just theoretically though, they could be, you know, looking for an obstruction of justice charge. Um but they're not nearly, they don't have nearly enough at this point, so they'd say you're a su- you're just a subject. Mm-hmm. You're not the target of a criminal prosecution or anything. And then they uncover your emails to, you know, whoever old uh, old man Flynn and General Flynn, and then all of a sudden you are.
3: Yeah, well, I'm I'm certainly not trying to portray this as a he's out of the woods, but he's got to be. I I would think you'd have to be pleased that after all this investigation leading up to March, how long has he been working on it? A year? And how much money has been spent? And how much money has been spent? And, I mean, he's got all the resources. At at, at this point, you're not a target. I mean, they haven't come up with enough that they're now just drilling down on how to get you. I'd be happy with that. But his uh, some of his lawyers apparently expressed concern that the special prosecutor was baiting Trump into an interview that could put the president in legal peril. In other words, um, making him feel relaxed. Oh, you're just a subject. Come on, talk to me. That it's just a ruse to get him into the room and get more information out of him. That's what some of his lawyers are telling him, apparently. T- telling Trump. Right, right. W- what was that meeting we had where, where one of the people involved said, this isn't a meeting? <laughs> All right, we're just hanging out. Right, exactly. That's what Mueller's trying to say. Yeah, Trump. yeah. We're not going to have a meeting. Is not a legal thing. I just, you know, we're just it's guys talking. Target. target. Who's a target? You're target. You're not a target. Am I a target? Who's a target? Come on. What's just... all this target talk, let's just let's... talk. So, did you do it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's just sit down and chew the fat. Why'd you fire
3: Mueller? <laughs> yeah, he
2: can be a prick. All oh, right, I'm sorry. Why'd you fire Comey? Yeah, yeah. I know he's a prick. He's a tall ego man. But why'd you fire? him? Serious?
3: I don't know. To find out Trump's the subject of this investigation is not exactly breaking news, in my opinion. Yeah, okay.
2: No so, kidding. what I
3: assumed was going on all this time. Brian Williams, you bent nosed liar. <laughs> Any rounds coming into the airframe, you liar? You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.